that's it. We're live. We're back. Right. This is a last minute, uh, last minute podcast. Danny <laughs> must have messaged me about what forty minutes ago. Uh, well, let's just rewind. Well, organized. That. Let's yeah. rewind this. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to get these screenshots out? <laughs> nah. Listen, you were trying to convince Jessup, not me. I, I remember you saying it, but that'd have been. If we were going by the screenshot, it would have been tomorrow. We'd be doing a podcast. Yeah, it's like no, a week, it won't. Yeah. Let, right, come on, Dan. I'm, I'm just going now. I'm just going. Is he right or is he two wrong? weeks ago? Right. Mate. <laughs> Next Wednesday, if possible, too. Yeah, sound. Uh, that is your advice. That is the screenshot, people. Look at that screenshot. Listen, I've told you, if you're going to book anything, you speak to Leanne outside. Because I can't, I can't plan this sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, I, even, I even ignore stuff that's in my calendar. So anyway, yeah, we got it sorted. I, I genuinely forgot that, that we said that. Um, so yeah, we're back for another BKB special, which is yes. good. Uh, quick sponsors, quick yeah. shout out to the sponsors. Um, Amazing Green CBD, which has helped me wonders this last two weeks. Oh yeah, you're full of injuries now, aren't you? I've, well, I've got injuries and I have, I've had man flu for the last three days as well. Uh, fucking hell. And I, I've not been able to sleep. And last night I took the stuff that we have on display here, I took it home and just smashed yeah. that out and <laughs> slept like a baby last night. So I feel, I feel like a new woman today. Well, like Connor's protein you still owe him. <laughs> you, you take it for him today. Yeah, well, have take you got it. it? Yeah, it's in there, yeah. yeah. Sound, I'll take it. Um, Always on the cad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if, you, if you're interested in uh, some some premium quality CBD, uh, check out Amazing Green. Bare um, knuckle fighters could rub the, the cream on their hands. Well, yes. you have been, haven't you? you? Yeah, I've got a bit. I, I was using it on my hands for the last one, like just bits and bobs. It was It's good for like aches and pains and that. Yeah? Yeah. Better than the petrol that some people say. Yeah. 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 You still get idiots and say, I'll dip my hands in petrol, mate. Don't, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, if you want to light yourself up, don't do it. It doesn't do That's anything. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah, um, Ali from Muscle Medicine as well. Again, he helped me last week. Um, injured at the beginning of last week. Fucked me MCL. But still went and, and did my competition on Sunday. Yeah, and you got your first jiu-jitsu victory, didn't you? I did. Yes. First, first bout, first win, ninety seconds. Americana, yeah, right, yeah. it'll be like that, that picture, Joe, <laughs> like Muhammad Ali, where it's like first, first round, first minute. I'll I say I'm retired now. Yeah, so yeah, you've been undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, but Ali's done. Uh, he's done some like, acupuncture and stuff on your hands as well. Hasn't yeah, he? yeah, he's done. Yeah, that last camp he did uh, acupuncture on my hands, so he's pretty good as well. Any injuries or pains or anything like that. So basically, both <coughs> our sponsors, if you're a bit bare knuckle fighter, you yeah. can look after you. Yeah, if you. Well, yeah, any sort of combat sports. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've lined it up quite well. I, I did <laughs> yeah, think, yeah, last, yeah, yeah. honestly, last week we're injured, yeah. I'm thinking, you know what, this is quite good, this, because I went and got my, got my CBD cream, went straight down to the alley, <laughs> and the acupuncture's my knee, and I'm like, so right, let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm ready, ready to roll. <laughs> yeah. So you've done all right. Anyway, Danny, introduce our guest. Um, obviously, we've got Rico back again. We can't keep him away. But, uh, today's for radio. <laughs> today's, <laughs> today's special guest is uh, BKB promoter, Mr. Jim Freeman. Welcome. Thank you very much oh, yeah. for having me, guys. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate no worries. it. Yeah, obviously, he's up here just doing some interviews and uh, filming some training and stuff with Rico. Uh, a bit of promotion for the big fight uh, in November, November 16th. Right. So, uh, yeah, thought we'd just drag him in and... <laughs> make him talk some shit why not talk some shit that. on other yeah. promotions yeah. about yeah. Like, everyone shit yeah. <laughs> non-stop non <laughs> they talk to us shit with him for ages yeah <laughs> but yeah so if we just dial it back to the beginning like where did this BKB obviously now you got this big show you know you get you know so many so many fans we were just talking earlier about the amount of people who actually buy tickets without buying them from a fighter just go into the show to yeah. buy tickets which is yeah. you know 
Um, apart from like when you look at the UFC, obviously if the UFC is in town, people just buy tickets yeah. to watch. But most other shows, you know, it's the fighters that are doing the. Well, tickets, I was thinking so. that myself today when you said about this this podcast because it is that that's the transition. Like where did it, where did it start for you and how did you manage to get it on such a big stage? Like I only ever saw it because of Rico, you know, yeah, yeah. and then it's come out of nowhere. I went down to the last one for your fight and it was like one of the best nights I've had. It was class. Just that. escalated, on it? Quick, just yeah. like... Yeah. Where, did, where did it all start then? Well, we, we, <coughs> I, I went first time. I went, as you'd imagine it, it was kind of like at Dave Courtney's house. It was about 150 blokes. Um, the one who got the first punch in won the fight, tended to be... It was or in his little nightclub at the back. Out the back, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was literally like, it's like a lovely that. place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, have you been there? Did yeah. you have a night there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a few times. Did we, we talk R- about Rico, that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rico actually spewed in I Dave Garner's that Adam, Adam Grogan fight, I was spewing in his garden for ages. <laughs> nice. I can't remember a thing. Nice. Dave, if you, um, if you, if you <laughs> find out who puked Sh- in your garden. Yeah. <laughs> Rico were puking and <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> Shannon were just on Dave's sex swing. Swinging. It's a crazy place. So yeah, we kind of went there and um, then I met Joe. We had, we had a... Um, Someone else was putting a show on in in a barn in Wales. So did you put that event on at Dave's house? No, 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 no. I just went as a, my mate Kez like, do you want to come and see this? And I'm like, he doesn't like a punch up kind of thing. I'll go, get me a a couple of tickets and went. Um, And then I met Joe in Holyhead in Wales. And it was exactly as you'd imagine it, the hay bells um, with again, about 150 people there. And I said to Joe, I said, there's something raw about this that we could actually do something with this and take it somewhere. And, you know, I said, it's like, you know, for me, people are a little bit tired of glove boxing. Perhaps is that, you know, the MMA, the kind of the same. And, yeah. you know, I was talking to Rico earlier about it. For me, I think even, you know, you've only got to see the, the UFC doing the BMF belt shows you what it's about. You know, is people would rather see that fight than they would Khabib versus Ferguson, yeah. say, you know, and I think that's the people are looking. People like the spectacular knockouts. You know, you admire the jujitsu and the grappling and that. Yeah. But really, as a spectacle, people just want to see get other people, human beings get knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what the bare knuckle provides. And, and, you know, obviously it's been a hard, hard sell. And the fact is that myself and Joe, to get it to where we sort of are now is as we're sort of normal kind of blokes, not the sort of stereotypical blokes, like you were a bare knuckle promoter. Yeah. You can talk about it and you can, you can say like, look, you know, like there's no criminal past. We're having proper medicals. We're having that kind of stuff. Um, so he was able to sell it to, to sort of big venues and whatnot and get it, get it on a sort of reasonable stage. And then the fact of, um, Added to that then is our core principle has been good fights, you know, and, I, and, and, you know, so many shows now, and particularly like we're saying MMA, you know, you kind of like, oh, we'll get a Z-list celebrity guy to fight, to sell. So everyone's looking from a kind of angle, whereas we're still new and it's that kind of core thing. It's that a bit of excitement, similar to what it was like when the UFC first came yeah, in. Yeah. Guys in karate suits fighting guys with one yeah. glove. It added like a, a rawness to it. And it's yeah. the same now as, you know, guys with different backgrounds. And, you know, you think like, you know, MMA guys are coming done really well. The kickboxing guys are extremely tough. They've come in done really well. You know, and it's been it's been a really good kind of mix. It's not been just like, the best glove boxers, the best bare knuckle yeah. fighters. It hasn't been, you know, you're, you're a prime example yeah. of that, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. undefeated and stuff. And it, it just kind of suits the, the skill set. And, you know, when I first spoke to Danny, I spoke to Danny and at the time we was kind of looking at getting a lot of um, ex-UFC guys involved with what we're doing. And Danny was like, you know, explained about his health and that. And then he's he offered me, he said, I've got a couple of lads that are looking to do it. And I think it was Morgan, wasn't it? Morgan yeah, Starkey. Yeah, Morgan, Morgan, yeah, yeah. And then obviously, you know, Rico and it was the best thing yeah. kind of ever really and it's been it's kind of gone from strength to strength from there and obviously even just saying it now when I think about yourself on that Lawson fight to where you are now yeah. chalk and cheese really in terms of, of ability isn't it yeah just, definitely just, yeah. You know, uh, you yeah, know. yeah well different like the first one we just uh, yeah, see what just, happens yeah, <laughs> have a go trying to see yeah yeah but then I realised it was just like MMA gloves in the end so yeah. obviously it hurts more 
and then just went from there, just improved each time. And yeah. I think that's why the MMA guys have been a bit, little bit more suited, perhaps that initially would think because they're used to just having four ounce mitts yeah. and striking. Whereas yeah. the glove boxes, it's all a bit. Oh, my hands, my hands were sixteen ounce, my ten yeah. ounce. You know? I spoke uh, about it before. Yeah. Then now that like. Because obviously MMA, it's a little bit more, your hands are open, you're catching punches, you're blocking slightly different as well, where glove boxing, you can just shell up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not it's not, it's not, not the same. If you just shell up, you, there's so many gaps where you can get Angles. it. So yeah. you've got to be more, you know, with your hands out, blocking and catching. So it's I think, making it awkward. I think it's somewhere, between, if you take MMA, take all the kicking and grappling and stuff out, like MMA style up. boxing and glove boxing, it's like somewhere in the middle of the two <coughs> yeah. is where bare knuckle, like the technique yeah, is. And we've made a lot of mistakes and we've kind of, we've now got a nice sort of smaller ring, so there's not many places yeah. to hide, but not enough that it takes away the footwork, so the skill element. You know, if you have it too small, there's no sort of skill element. So, yeah, it just it just makes for an exciting night. And, you know, I thought you've come, you probably enjoyed the fights. And, I race. I mean, yeah. it were a last minute thing. Um, yeah. A table, what, four tickets came available on your, yeah, on I think, your table? Yeah, it was about four spares. Oh, wasn't <coughs> I? I'm like, right, I could fill that. So I just yeah. messaged everyone, like, right, we've got these <laughs> tickets, we're going. <laughs> and um, it was an amazing night. Like, we drove down probably like a lunchtime and it took us ages to get down. <laughs> and we literally just threw us bags wherever they were, went straight to the venue. And it would, it was a surreal experience. And it's because re- it's a really intimate venue in Indigo as well. Yeah. It, you felt part of it. I don't yeah, know. It was just good atmosphere. Yeah, it? it was good. Like it was just. And you were sat how, right many, in front. how many does it hold in Indigo? We have it. We have it just under three thousand. So it's like two nine fifty now, which is pretty much the maximum. So we've took yeah. out a lot of the seating downstairs. It's now standing up. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a good venue. It's a good you know Cage Warriors. It's a good yeah. show down there where yeah. they have it as well. And it, but it's the same as a lot of venues, isn't it? Even looking at your place, yeah. if you've got it full, it makes a massive yeah, yeah. difference. And that's why people like you know we've booked like Wembley Arena. And we could go and get it tomorrow. But all I'd be doing is really massaging my ego and the ego of fighters by doing it. Because yeah. we'd have Wembley Arena of 12,000 with 4,000 there or 5,000 yeah. there. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. it looks a bit naff, doesn't it, really? Yeah. So it's got to be the right time. So people are like, well, if you can get Wembley, why don't you book it? I'm like, that's just really like, look at me, look at yeah. me, rather than what's quite credible. Like it seems to be growing really fast. And obviously social media presence just in the time that I've been watching has just grown, you know, everything's yeah. just getting better and better. All, all, all the material that's going out there for social. And then the stars as well, like obviously Rico's presence, yours has shot up because on the back yeah. of it. Yeah, it has, yeah. Um, I, think it's, I think it's good. I think it looks really yeah. professional. Like the posters that have come out, you know, for you and Sweeney look unreal. Yeah, yeah it's been a mean? few now, yeah, that latest yeah. post. That latest yeah, that post. Yeah, the one that's a couple of days ago. Yeah, the guy, we've got um, a massive media company. They run um, MMA videos. Yeah. Um, and lots of other pages. They actually run um, Frank Mears page, Fug right. Rose, Daniel Comier. Oh, nice. So all them sort of pages now. And they're actually involved with us. So you'll wow. see a lot more stuff. So yeah. it, it's really good for the guys like Rico as well. That The benefit to him is he can then go, you know, hopefully for him, he, he wins the title. And then he can then, you know, raise his profile, get some bigger MMA fights and then yeah. switch between the two and, and you know, and, and, and be able to, to pick and choose his earnings as well because yeah, it's yeah. a limited career for these yeah. guys. So that's a, you know, that's a good thing as well. And, and like I said, you know, we, even, even yourself, I think, you know, the first couple of fights, maybe 30 tickets, was it something that you maybe sold? Yeah, yeah, something like, I think, yeah, Liverpool, I think it was about 40, but that was yeah. pretty good for Liverpool as well. Yeah, and that, and you know, now looking at treble that yeah, yeah, and, you know, hopefully that, you know, yourself that, as a world title for us, that you then you can get on a bigger promotion with the MMA as well, and, and not just like a, a last minute kind of on a big promotion. Like yeah. actually, like you know, they want to they want to have you on a yeah. on, the, on the show. I mean, it's it's a good thing, isn't it, that you can actually pick and choose now where you go after this. Obviously, yeah, to yeah. Take you in against three in here if we're uh, if we're looking that far ahead, and then you you probably going to need to take a break from BKB as well, aren't you? Would you uh, would you not want to give it a rest and, and go back to MMA for a bit? Or depends how my hands are after the next fight. I, I want to maybe. Do an MMA one next, and then we'll see. Defend my belt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll see. Yeah, we'll just mix it up. Just and keep 
And just, for us, and we were just saying about it, I'll keep it fresh by, I'll be then actively looking for a big name MMA guy to come in and fight Rico. So it, you know, it's exciting for him then that like someone that I've come maybe watched on the telly, yeah, yeah. and then, you know, my skill set against his. And similar to what we do with Sweeney now, that you'd be the, you'd yeah, be yeah. the number one. And then as number yeah. one, you get the, the benefits of, of being that, isn't it? It's just the same as anything, isn't it? Aye. I'm just going to like stay ready all the time as well. Just if anything comes up, just as long as I'm ready, fighting fit, then just jump on anything. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Most of Rico's fights been last minute, really. Yeah, that's what I said earlier, yeah. Yeah, I've won most of them last minute. Like, last minute, notice. and then all these bare knuckle fights, his hands have been knackered. Literally trained train MMA, like jiu-jitsu for bare knuckle. F- I mean, I'm still doing wrestling now. Yeah. A bit of jiu-jitsu and that, strength and conditioning. It just breaks up the training, you know, I like, like I, I found it when I did professional boxing, like, I, when I was fighting me. My hands were killing from like punching yeah. twice, uh, training yeah, twice yeah. a day, but just doing punching. Like your shoulders and that. I was fucked, yeah. yeah. Like, in, in hindsight, if, if I did the same again now, um, I'd, I'd just do like one punching session per day. You know, I'd, I'd do my punching and then I'd mix it up something different, you know, so you're not just constantly. Oh, we're doing it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still wrestling. Wrestling you got if you want to keep your eye on your MMA, you yeah, yeah. Keep your and plus it's fresh, a good, good, it? good for fitness and stuff as well. Like when I think wrestling's the best strength and condition you could do. Yeah, like endurance, yeah. strength. It's hard work, like it's physically hard. moving really people hard. around. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> really good fitness you, as well because you, you're going to end up clinching up and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. You can, yeah, it definitely helps, doesn't it? Aye. Tie him up. <laughs> don't don't shoot any doubles. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. That last round, boom, like that. So, so you've come up obviously today to get some promotional material, Rico. And then yeah. have you already been to see Jimmy Sweeney or is he? No, like I say, the lads, the lads, he's he's doing something separate with the film. We don't do all the lads all the time. Obviously, oh, right. this is a you know a big fight for Rico. So you know, I mainly come up for him. There's a couple other guys local as well, Anthony Holmes, um, Smudger Smith, Scott McHugh. So I'm meeting yeah. them after as well to kind of tie it all in and you know a few bits for the guys. It's it's difficult because people think that like the UFC and you've got like whole teams it is just yeah. yourself kind of thing you're still trying to you know a lot of what we're doing and the stuff that you was talking about is is all driven by us because you know there isn't any money we're still losing money in this sport there isn't like yeah. you know it's not like where you're going oh, I'm making 20 30 grand a show we're not doing that so a lot of it is you kind of just make it up by doing stuff yourself yeah. sometimes you can be like you know penny wise pound stupid as the old saying goes and we've done kind of that before and especially the promotional side I think it's important that you get you know sort of good quality but these guys have got a story to have and that story needs to get out there and you know obviously your, your documentary was some of it and you know kind of did a, you, a great what job you think of it? You I think it was it? good yeah yeah, yeah. 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 you know like I said there was you know a few bits you can go oh, I could tidy that and tidy that but for me it was interesting because it's the story of what makes a fighter you know like I yeah. said they've all got an individual thing of why they fight you know it's not a you know night that's why 99% of the people wouldn't do what these guys do yeah you know you like you know might go and train in the gym but they're not going to go and, so they're not going to go and fight on like oh fight him and I'll fight him on like an hour's yeah. notice yeah. you've got to be a special breed of person to do that yeah it's <laughs> I think that's what one people like before when I was a fan you, you'll never see the fighters fight and you never get to see the backstory and now social media obviously on, on, yeah. on, a, on the rise of it is like you can actually get to know people a bit better yeah, yeah, and I think Connor did really well like he's obviously an up and coming videographer and he managed to like piece together that which I don't envy him for because like I do video production and like that's a massive hard work, like, yeah. undertaking you know <laughs> It's it, it's unbelievable what he managed to pull out there. Yeah, and obviously good. we was busting his balls, going, you can't put too much fight footage yeah. in and all this yeah, and yeah, stuff because yeah. you, you know it is it is sort of difficult. But like I said, it's also you yeah. got to balance it with the lads need to have people look at them and you know like I say if, if if two or three people saw that and like oh I can relate to that happened and you know da 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 and you know I know he likes his dogs and all that then yeah. you ain't gaining a couple of fans. It, it all adds to it. For and it can lads. only help the promotion as well getting yeah, selling yeah, like tickets, sponsors yeah. and stuff sponsors, like that as well. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a big part and that, of it. And, that, it? and that's what I'd say. I'd say to all, you know, we just did it and we just did a little interview with Ricardo there. And I say it for all the lads is if you can help, you know, if you've got a local business and you've got a local fighter, 
they would appreciate that help, you know, mm -hmm. get in touch with these guys. And it doesn't cost as much as you think to really, you know, to, to help them out and to, so they can train and do what they need to do. Yeah. That's a big thing in it. I've spoke to MMA fighters. We've spoke about it on a, f a few occasions, haven't we, about the promotional side of a fighter, you know, from their side, how, how they get the social media presence. Because a lot of them obviously just want to train and fight. They don't yeah. want to do the social. And that's like 50% of the game now because they've got it to, is, yeah, they don't yeah. want to make that money because yeah. there ain't much money out there to be made really until you get way high up. It's got to you've, got to, you've got to, <laughs> yeah. you've got to have that presence online. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, they were in that documentary, there was a little scene where the, the BKB lady that were wrapping your hand Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. the most uh, active person I've seen on social. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, that last, yeah. Remember? For the final, I think it was. You've been head since then, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been a bit steady this time. Sometimes it just like flags your head. You just can't. Yeah. I've been training that much. Sometimes you just forget. When you come in, you're just like, oh, God, I forget. It's so difficult. Yeah, it you is hard, to, you yeah. Like, you know, every day. And it's not just one. And then you're loading on yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know, so it's all that the facets yeah. of like, getting, your, getting your message out there. But unfortunately, it is a modern day. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big it. part of it. Like, you could have, I've said it to all my fighters before. They're all saying, oh, we want we want sponsors. And, and they do that generic thing where they just post on the Facebook. Can, will anyone sponsor me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and then and they get no replies. And it's like... It's like I said to him this, if you've got two guys, yeah, one of them's is, you know, 10, 10 and 0, I'm a, 10 and, say he's 10 and 0 pro, yeah, he's a 10 and 0 pro fighter and he's got 500 followers on Instagram, but then you've got an amateur who's 7 and 7 and he's got 10,000 followers, who are you going to sponsor? You're yeah. going to sponsor the amateur with more followers, yeah, so it's exactly. not it's not always the best fighters are getting the sponsorship, it's just who's grafting for it and who's got the followers and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. You definitely need to try and build it up. Even Mark, Mark Jacasey, when we were in Copenhagen, every day, like I thought he had someone doing it for him because he's like so on the ball. Like every day there's a professional photo gets posted with a caption, people are interacting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I said to Mark, I said, have you got someone posting them? And he says, no, no. He said, I'm just in the habit of every day I'll find a professional photo and I'll just post it. Huh. And, and it's like, shit, it's it, he's building his... Uh, Building his fan base. People, people yeah. want to see that. Even today, I've learned something that, you know, you're traveling two and a half hours roughly to yeah. training. Yeah, two yeah. and a half hours a day to get to training. Hard, before you even do anything. You yeah, know, yeah. like, so the little bits like that is the sacrifices that a fighter makes that well, you wouldn't necessarily yeah, think yeah, I, I was exactly the same. Like, when I started going down to AVT and, like, Bram, the prime example, he was saying that he, like, lives in Sheffield. He works over here and he comes to train in Leeds. So he does, like, 70 miles to work, 70 miles to train, and then 70 miles back to wherever he's staying. Yeah. And that's every day. And I'm like, what? And it's same for you. Like, we went down to your wedding this weekend. I'm thinking, it's fucking miles away. And uh, I think it was Connor said, oh, you live even further away than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I lived in Gainsborough. Yeah, yeah. In Gainsborough, yeah. an hour away. Oh, like, that's, that's just mad. <laughs> You're fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, to be fair, though, it's a good gym. Not just, and I see a lot yeah. of gyms going around the country. That's a really good gym. I'm not just. I was really surprised because I've seen bits of videos, but I've only kind of seen the one because yeah, you know it's me. He thinks I've just got like a shed. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought it was going to be Danny's dungeon in the back of his garden or something. Because because a lot of the videos you see are just of you know the the, the, the main ring, ring yeah, yeah. and you yeah. don't see anything else. Just so seeing it was like it was like you can understand now why you travel that far and seeing lots of and yeah. and obviously. You've got every level there, which is important as well. Yeah. And it, it, you know that that makes a massive difference. Yeah, I've got like you've got all the top guys from in most disciplines. I mean, Ash is like number one wrestler. Yeah, yeah, country. he teaches wrestling. Yeah, um, David for striking. Stu, we got some big names. Yeah, we've got a lot. Like most gyms, you got a lot of these gyms, but they haven't got as many coaches as we've got. Yeah, like I know people with gyms. It's like Nick Emmers when it when he rather than that, and he's like, I said, oh, who's running your gym, Nick, while you're here? And he's like. No one. It's just kind of fucking free for <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like he's the head coach, right? And that's it. He's like he's the man. 
So yeah. when he's not there, like things go wrong. But I'm lucky that I've got that many coaches now. I can say, right, you do this, you do this, you do this, and yeah, I think I think we've got twenty coaches, something like that, about twenty. Yeah, yeah. And I also think as well, guys will pick up little bits of everyone. Because yeah. it's like it's like something fresh, isn't it? It doesn't yeah. matter how good you are. A lot of coaches, yeah, it's a bit selfish. It's like right, it's like I'm going to teach you, Rico. Don't train with anyone else. I'm going to show you everything you need to know. Mm. That's like a real old school yeah. thing. Yeah. Whereas I, I know I don't know everything he needs. Yeah, you know, I can say right, you need to work with this guy or this guy. That's that's what a proper coach does. Uh, definitely, and I think a lot of that comes again down to the exploitation of fighters and sometimes you know guys are just interested in their pockets they don't want them going anywhere else yeah. and it's not to their it's not to their benefit and you you see it you know you top level boxers top level fighters, yeah. they lose and then well, i've got to change coach now they should have been doing that beforehand and like you said a good coach would be selfless enough to say actually go and do a week's camp down here and do, maybe do a day over there and stuff yeah yeah it's because it, it actually does happen in boxing when uh boxers make the transition from amateur to pro like i know like from Doncaster, you got Jamie and Gavin McDonald. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously they train with that amateur coach. I think it was Pete Bell. They train with him. You know, he taught them boxing. And then at, at some stage, when they wanted to turn pro, they had to say, "See you later," and they yeah. have to change coaches and stuff. So there's a lot of really good amateur coaches out there that don't really get any credit for mm. what the pro guys have done. You know, because they've they've took them to all this career. You know, Lomachenko, all these fights he had as an amateur or whatever. But it's when they turn pro, they, they tend to change coaches. Yeah, like 300 amateurs or something. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like wasn't he like 392 and 2 or something was his amateur Yeah, and I think he's only lost his, his losses, he actually. He avenged, avenged yeah. Yeah, he lost that pro fight, didn't he, against the guy. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thought Crazy. I, I thought I had a few amateurs, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Triple. To be fair, yeah. he wasn't getting any punch, though, was he? He was getting uh, 300, yeah, yeah. 300 fights, zero punches. <laughs> what, what, about, what about doing amateur bare knuckle? So it's bare knuckle, but you're wearing Edgar. <laughs> oh my god! With gloves, yeah. yeah. With gloves, put, put gloves Ground, on. Groundbreaking. <laughs> Extreme. You want to say there, Daddy? You've and then let's do it in a bales yeah, as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, that's no history as well. I'd like to completely repeat that. <laughs> It, that started in 2012. No one would ever be able to find me a bare knuckle fight prior to that in hay bales. It <laughs> never was. It's a complete yeah, misconception. Because yeah, I remember, so like when the the ones I've seen in hay bales now, it <laughs> it's just one hay bale. So how big is a hay bale? Like eight foot, seven <laughs> yeah, foot? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. big, is it? No. So they've just got four. So literally, you just stood like you can't even pivot in there. No. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Even pivot. If you take one step back, yeah, you yeah, sat down. Yeah. Because it's literally like the oh, level of your ass. So you just sat. It's terrible. And they say, no, this is real fighting. It's like, it's not really. It's not I, really. I, I see a fight. I'm not joking. So J-Dog, and he, he's fighting against um, a guy. I can't remember who it was. And he pushes him back. And they're against the bows. And one's kind of like the back of the bows like this. And he just slings him out of the ring. And he wins. And the other guy's like, oh, I can't carry on. He's like, he literally <laughs> just points him out of the ring. I'll, I'll send you the link to yeah. it. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the funniest one ever. And I see in the hay bows. It's like yeah. TKO by like, push. Like if you're going to do it in hay bales, <laughs> at least make a, you know, like, have two you know, two on each side and make yeah. it a big square. Just get a bit of footwork in there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yes. I think they just can't afford... How much is an A-bale to buy? I bet they're quite expensive, isn't it? An A-bale. Farmer just gives them to them, doesn't they? Sponsored by... The guy that had it before us and he did it in the hay bales, it was exactly that. He did it because he just couldn't afford a ring. Yeah. So it was just like, you know what, we're just... The local guy in a barn, would he'll just throw us a few hay bales and we'll do that. And it kind of it kind of went from there as something. Because it looks kind of... The fans are pushing the ring back together as people are fighting stuff and it just yeah it's just no one of any talent is going to fight in a hay bale ring really yeah. in truth are they you're going to get no. your street scrappers and that's I think it. that's like that common misconception of BKB isn't it that it's just scrappers from streets or people that you know 
Yeah. Not athletes, not professional fighters. It, it, that, and that's what you guys have sort of brought forward now is pro professional athletes training for a bare knuckle. There's not a day goes by I don't get one of them guys and like, oh yeah, you know, so they say like, how do I get into the bare knuckle? And I do my normal sort of thing of, you know, what's your fight record and what discipline? Send me over footage. Oh, nothing. No, but I'm down the red line and I'm knocking this geezer. And it's like, mate, you, just, <laughs> you don't understand. If I put you in someone like him, he's going to absolutely annihilate you <laughs> yeah, in, in yeah. like about 30 seconds. They have no, because well, they, they're quite I was going to ask you that because I imagine there's a lot of people now that will be contacting you wanting a fight, won't they? will be like, come on, like get me in there, you know. You literally, that literally, da around. literally daily, and it, and it is, and you know, because the hardest thing with the bare knuckle is, is you can't look at someone's record and, and say, because you know, even like your record, you know, six and four, you wouldn't think, oh, he's going to be like the next big thing in yeah. bare knuckle, yeah, yeah, you know, necessarily, would you? So you have to look at it, and I spend so much of my time yeah. watching footage of guys and thinking, actually, this guy's skill set would suit, you know, particularly the MMA guys, you know, the kickboxers tend to be tough anyway. If you're not, if yeah. they send me like Muay Thai fights and that, you think. Yeah, he's a tough boy. No matter what, if he boxes yeah. or not, he's going to be tough. But yeah, yeah the MMA guys, you've always—it's always looking at their kind of skill set of, of whether it's going to transition. So I spend a lot of time, even now, doing that to to kind of research someone. Why don't Why don't you do a prize fighter? But for all <coughs> for all the people who are like really shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could you could call it shite fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some shows that are already um, cornering that market. Down there. So oh. we we'll leave that to them kind of thing. But yeah, it's, it's, it's like yeah. Pub, all pub fighters and that. Just get them all in. Yeah, it's just ben Mercer, I know he yeah. dentist. Ben Mercer, yeah, he's, yeah. He, was your, he was your favorite. He was your star fighter, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a shame that he couldn't get a dog sitter. Yeah. <laughs> after, after you fighting Mali, I'm thinking you're getting a match to him next so um danny's gonna be on the bare knuckle scene soon i keep pestering him enough he's gonna have a go definitely what's it he's had a, a little double at cage steel recently. he's not really jade he's not honest yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, yeah that's it it's uh, be yeah fair. definitely definitely next year i'll jump in yeah so, yeah there you yeah. go you heard it here yeah i need to get my weight down though i'm a little bit heavy at my neck but Fighter, it holds about him. about <laughs> about 14 stone 14 <laughs> and a half stone <laughs> I reckon. Well, that's what you're at now? Or that's what... No, that's what I'd fight at. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what I want to fight at. About 90, what's that, 90? 14 90. four is 90 kilos. Yeah, 90, 92. You which is cruiserweight in normal boxing. Yeah. yeah. But 90. That's heavy, that though, isn't it? You don't want to go a bit Well, lighter. it is when I fought, yeah, I used to fight at 77, but yeah. the weigh-in's on the day as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So that would, right. that's five or six at least anyway. A any thoughts about ever doing a day before weigh-in? I, I like it. We were talking before about one championship. I like, it's the rehydration kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm really keen to stay with that. Um, and, you know, you look at the glove boxing, for instance, just in America, there's around six deaths a year. Yeah. And a lot of that is dehydration in, in combat sports is yeah, the I biggest think, I think that's really I think me. that's really sensible and especially in such a like a sport like this it looks it looks worse than it is really yeah, yeah. and you need to get as much good press on your side as possible so being sensible and weighing on the day I think is a positive thing and also, but I think most sports should move to that now, like MMA and that, because I think because I'm, of the deaths, or at least rehydration the, clauses yeah. and stuff yeah, as well, isn't it? I, I think I think it should just be monitored. Yeah, like um, I think amateur MMA should definitely be on the, on the day weigh-ins, yeah. um, and then pro MMA. I like the day before thing just because. Personally, <laughs> as a fighter, weighing it day before and getting it done with and eating, it feels yeah. good. But obviously, there's a lot of, you know, I work with a lot of fighters, and sometimes they do cut a, a lot of yeah. a lot of weight. So it's and again, there's unscrupulous coaches. The problem is, is even if you do rehydration clauses, the scientists are always one step ahead of the people, kind yeah. of trying to catch it. Um, for me, I just like the day you can't really cheat the kind of 
you know, on the day. Um, and we're lucky, you know, if we set an MMA show up or a glove boxing show, we would just do the day before because it's what everyone does. It's yeah. what people are used to. Whereas with the bare knuckle, we were kind of inventing a whole sport. Yeah. So we was able to look at it and go, well, this is the reason we do that. And people fire their natural weight. And, you know, I think the recovery and stuff. And like you said, we don't want to see, you know, any accidents. I don't want to be in charge of any fighters and they, they, they yeah. get any injuries other than, Looking and, a little bit from, bad. From what I remember from, from coming down to London, not many of them lasted very long, the fights. Like, they didn't, not many of them, yeah. apart from yours, did the seven rounds. Were it seven rounds you did? Yeah, seven. Yeah. They don't really get past three rounds, nah, most of nah, them, do they? Yeah. So. They're normally just sort of brutal finishes, aren't they? Would you ever do any more than seven? Like? I think seven's about the peak, really, yeah. I think, in yeah. truth. Because I think that, you know, you saw with the... Um, the Tyler fight last time versus Sean yeah, George. His hand yeah. was just they looked, yeah, it was like wow. the size of a glove. Yeah. They looked all kind of ballooned and messed up. But then you see them two weeks later, and they're back. Yeah, to it's like it. superficial damage, isn't it? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's on the surface. It, it's yeah. yeah. When it, when you get it with a glove, it's like that thudding internal yeah, yeah. pain. Whereas with a bare fist, it's like that sharp sort of external pain. So it's a little bit different, isn't it? I yeah. said it like um, when we went down a couple of weeks ago when you came on the show. It, it, we went down and we stayed in the holiday, and I think it was and a lot of fighters were staying there and it all became real for me. Well, when we walked out of the arena with you and you were a bit like, yeah. and then when we seen all fighters in the morning, like eating breakfast, like shaking, yeah, 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 yeah. and swollen. <laughs> oh, and the missus sat next to them, mating them, like, you're a dickhead, what have you done that for? You know, <laughs> just, <laughs> we, we have, um, they, we have uh, the, the bar upstairs, so the fighters come upstairs and we have like a fin and they all come up to me and they're like, thanks for that, Jim. And they're like that, they can't even shake my hand. <laughs> they like, look like the elephant man. I'm thinking, you're thanking me. And I always say that to him because I've actually feel, I always feel really bad when you see him like that and they're like, oh, thanks for that. And you think, no, 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 please. No, honestly, the thanks yeah, are yeah. for you. You know, you're the, you're the geezers in there. I'm doing nothing. You it's know, so real. Yeah. That, that makes it, makes it real. Like last show, there's like eight people. The faces are just like, Mangled, yeah. right? You should yeah. do a thing Good like, oh, you, you do do a picture, don't you? After after the fight, yeah, yes. we, we we do now. Yeah, we get yeah. the. the It'd be good to do like, you know, after. like just have a big wall of just people's faces. <laughs> after the fight. Just do a you calendar. Do, yeah. They're yeah. tough to look at them. Like yeah. when, yeah. when I saw ones you re released last time, I was like, there. I've scrolled past them. Well, we we put we put brutal. them out, but then like say on the flip side, you look at it, you know, like like Tyler's had that war. He's, he's two weeks later. He's he's back in there. He's he's punching the bag again, and he's back to normal. It is it is kind of superficial superficial injuries rather than the the damage injuries that yeah. really you know we see glove boxers who go 12 rounds for 36 minutes of repetition of, yeah, yeah. and then drain water on the brain they do their interview inside and then they collapse yeah you know and I, I think that's your body will give up in bare knuckle boxing way before you get to that kind of stage you yeah. know it gets stopped and you know the medics and doctors will, will stop stuff way before that yeah that rain, isn't it? raining yeah Jesus. it's up north isn't it i'm so uh, north it's always, it's always raining <laughs> up here isn't it yeah. same thing with the rounds are you, are you happy with the two minute rounds keeping it at I, that? I think that... short sharp yeah, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think 14 minutes for the elite guys is kind of where we are right now um and and sort of six minutes for, for the guys and like more you know, of a faster pace isn't it yeah and i think you know you've got to you've got to go for it it, it still gives the guys who a bit of a chance maybe a little bit less skilled boxer yeah. to get in there and really give it a go yeah there you are yeah and it keeps yeah. it entertaining for fans, doesn't it? Like when you're there or if you're watching on pay-per-view as well. Because this, these will all be going out on pay-per-view again, won't they? Yeah, well, like I say, this one, we're just waiting for the final <coughs> details. We've actually done a deal with a, a Sky channel and a Freeview channel. I'm still hoping it's going to go live on November. A lot of it is they do a lot of um, wrestling stuff as well, you right. know, the sort of American wrestling on their channel. So it's a question of what event they've got on that day. So we're knowing the next week and a half if it is. So hopefully it's even going to go out on a free platform that everyone can watch. Oh, wow. shows, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is great. It's great for the guys because they can get more sponsors and stuff. But yeah. it's all down to scheduling with the TV. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously we book our events like next year we've already got and it's just a question of where it fits. And But it, it's growing. It's growing. And, and these guys deserve to be on a massive platform that they yeah, can yeah. really, you know, 
tell the guys, watch me on Sky, watch me on BT Sports, watch me on these sort of, them sort of sort of platforms. And, I, and and it won't be long before one of the big boys really, really pick up on this. Yeah, totally. Does that mean I need to cancel my Television X subscription? <laughs> no, 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 you keep that going. No. You've had that before and you've got it after, so don't worry, Danny, you're still fine with it. Swear down, my granddad's still got it. <laughs> <laughs> it you that was the story, though, you was watching it after, like three hours after. Yeah, my dad walked in like, Brian, Brian, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just watching Rico fight. It's finished ages ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't switch it off. <laughs> good no, one, mate. It, 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 you know, it was good to be on a, a, a Sky Kleiner platform, but it is, yeah, we gotta we gotta move away from the fact is that, you know, we gotta be a, we wanna be a real credible, you know, sort of yeah. um, combat sports, you know. So is that is that what what's your what's the plan going forward for BKB and like what do you foresee it being in the future? Have you got um, I, well, hopefully, like I said, we've got Wembley booked um, th- sort of this time next year, so wow. sort of late 2020, that hopefully we get get to that sort of stage. And, you know, we've got a seating plan that can get about 9,000 in there. So if we're currently about 3,000 and we're selling out, it's reasonable that we could do five or six. If we get 6,000 in a 9,000 arena, yeah. it yeah. looks okay. Yeah. And then by then that we're on some sort of recognised channel you know, platform, maybe a Bravo, something like that, yeah, that yeah. you know, and, and then it can build the bases. And then like I say, these guys can get, you know, a bit more money because at the minute it's still self-funding from us. Yep. So we get to a stage where, you know, we're hopefully going to be breaking even in the next couple of shows. And then we get to the stage where we can then push bigger sponsors, bigger stuff for these guys. And so get to the next level of pay, yeah, you know, yeah. and it make, you know, makes it more, more, more beneficial for them as well. Then that's class. That's it. What about, uh, Doing a show abroad, have you thought about that? Yeah, well, we, we spoke about I it before. Yeah, we got, before, got, yeah. I've got, we've got a stadium in Thailand because I'd like to take it somewhere like that. Who's, you know, they just love combat sports, and um, but again, it, it's getting it on a platform yeah. that we can then sell the pay per view to make it pay to take enough guys over there. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, you fight ways, you can get cheap. You know, you can, I can go in there and get a load of fighters from Dagestan that are going to give me a great yeah. fight for five hundred quid over there, can't you? You know, they have to yeah, fight yeah. like hell for that over there. You know, so. Getting the fighters is good over there. So Thailand, I'd imagine, would go to first, and probably in Europe, maybe like a Belgium or Holland, similar to similar sort of path to what MMA is really. Yeah. You know, like them sort of yeah. them sort of things. So yeah, we need to we do need to have an international show in 2020, but it's kind of consolidating. It's it's a little bit of both. I, I think what would probably happen is we'll probably get a broadcaster like we went out. Your fight went out on um, the Russian TV. And they really loved it. And I think it would just be a case of like a Russian TV would go, right, we're going to give you X amount of pounds to put it on. And we go, stuff it, let's go and get a show there. And yeah. it literally yeah. kind of worked like that. And that's what, what will happen. Yeah, well. Yeah, so how big is the team at BKB then? Is it just, just yourself? Or just, just the family. Like you see my lad, he oh, does the right? photography. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it just, it, it, you know, just, so it's myself, Joe. We pretty much do everything. It's quite small. Obviously on the day you get a big team, you know, yeah, course, security yeah, yeah. and yeah. the guys, but pretty much who, who runs it, you know, we've got a guy, Stevie Ren is brilliant with our social media. He does a lot of the stuff, but a lot of it's like you were saying about Mark, a lot of it's me. You know, the Instagram is pretty much me, the Twitter. So it's, it, it is still just, you know, overcompensating yeah. and doing a lot of the job yourself but it you know needs must to have to be really well you're doing well with it i'm impressed i mean like you've got a massive following on there on all, on all the platforms you know you it's, it's good yeah no, really I good. appreciate that it's and I enjoy, I enjoy this show like i'm i'm just a fan i'm not a fighter <laughs> just, uh, five, 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 on it. <laughs> yeah right obviously you're based in london like with the shows you did one in liverpool is there any yeah. other, is there any plans to have a come back north we've again? got we've got oh. to come north because we've got so many fights it's not fair like i said i've come to leeds today and i've got four fighters yeah. in the area it's kind of not fair to keep asking the fans to keep traveling down there but the fact is that you know when we was in liverpool we didn't sell out we were selling tickets at 20 quid yeah. in london i can get 50 quid for tickets yeah so you know the, the finish it's all right going i'll come to leeds but then the purse budget would go down as well so yeah. it's kind of it's kind it's of finding the right venue as well yeah. isn't it like the, the i'd like leeds uh, arena would be a great little venue yeah, for us. Yeah, That'd be definitely. A good, you know a good one up here you know obviously we'd go, we could go back to the echo you know we can book any vet in any sort of arena it's just making sure w- when we do it 
we, we it's not. I, I think of... I think the O2 sort of adds to the class of it, to be honest. So when I when I found out that the fights were at the O2, I was like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like that adds. It's not like it's just sounds in, better. They've got his. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it his dungeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it adds to like the the prestige yeah, of it. Yeah, and like I, when I, you're rolling into the venue and you're like, fucking, let's class this, you know. And you, then you go in and you see how intimate and everything. You know, lights are on. You know, TV's big TV on thing. It was like it was good, and it, yeah, it, it is, st- and it is still that kind yeah. of that kind of stuff. Like I said, I you know, I'm I'm really keen to we get back out, and it is fair that the fans because it is you know it's expensive. You know, we're asking hundred guys from Rico to come down when they got the hotels, the drink for the week. You know, they're spending three four hundred quid, yeah. so yes. it, it, it's hard for them to keep doing it, and especially when you're doing back to back shows like with the prize fight <coughs> yeah. stuff. You know, you got guys that have spent big money supporting them, so we completely get it and I understand and the, 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 the fans from up north do deserve to have another show but yeah. like you said the reasons that we've kind of covered at the minute is kind of the London plus we've got an exclusive deal so no one else can get the O2 you know yeah. it's it's the biggest football venue in the world you know there is a kind of element of that and it, like you said and, and I think on the flip side like people do make a weekend of it yeah you know so they do kind of do that you could make a weekend in Leeds couldn't you yeah well, <laughs> let's go around the pubs yeah. in Morley yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I think with, with, train, with trains we you know Going to Leeds all, all London, like that could be a nice little bounce yeah. between, couldn't it? If you could get one of about games with Trinity, Leeds Arena would be good. We though. actually, yeah, we actually it. had something in Leeds, and do you remember the mini riot Ellen Road? Yeah, that put that, a kibosh that, on yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, we actually yeah. was coming across to Leeds um, for that. So how many does it hold? Leeds Arena. I'm not sure. It's about the right size for us, isn't it? Yeah. I think about I might 7, be, Yeah, I was going to say, I think like they did a seat oh, yeah. plan. It's, like, it's like a weird shape, isn't it? It's like not your normal arena. Me and yeah. Smodger, main no, event. It's, it's, it's like the Indigo, a little bit bigger. And it's like. Yeah, you could, have, your, you could yeah. have a Leeds belt, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leeds champion. Hardest man in Leeds, the bit of belt. Yeah. Sweet, right? Uh, well, Instagram, you'll, you'll find us. We got we got a good following um, yeah. on on sort of all of them. So yeah, just just follow us. Have a look on YouTube if you've not seen any bare knuckle stuff. Um, official BKB is the YouTube channel. Yeah. There's loads of good fights on there. Um, Rico's fights as well. So if you're interested in, in that and supporting a local guy, um, any of the people that are listening from Gainesville, obviously we're going to share this with our guys as well. Get in touch with them. Just have a look at the fights. I'm I'm, I'm sure you'll you'll kind of enjoy them. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for coming down. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Sound, everyone. Thank you. Later. <laughs>